Bro. Bro. It's about that time of year. Oh, yeah? We're about to wrap up. We're recording this December 12th. We're about to wrap up another one, 2022. Oh, my gosh. As we wrap up another year, it often becomes a time of self-reflection on the past 12 months. So what's the point of this? Does it even help, I wonder? I don't like time and a calendar. Like, are there even, even in, have that? Are there even any benefits to this <laughs> self-reflection? Like, do we even need it? <laughs> I don't know. But in this episode, we're talking about reflection and mental health. So Ooh. maybe we'll make a case for reflection is good. Let's do it, bro. Let's dig in. <laughs> Let's dig in. Jonathan Noel. And I'm Brian Noel. This is the Focus Cast. Where we talk about all things focus related so mm-hmm. we can stay on track to accomplish our dreams. And your dreams. <laughs> we want you, us, and everyone around us to be focused, focused as, as Bro, on this short series, we're talking about the holidays. Ooh. And today we're talking about reflection and mental health. What is self-reflection? Self-reflection, bro, is to turn our attention inward, mm. consider our own thoughts, memories, feelings, and actions. Wow. So many of our habits, patterns, and behavior, and preset programming, which we've talked about, are buried in our subconsciousness. They operate in a sort of control room, directing how we think. You think, you control what you think. <laughs> you thinking wrong. <laughs> <laughs> how you think, feel, and act, oh my gosh, oftentimes hurting our well-being. And that's from psychologytoday.com. Yep. So we're talking about a little self-reflection, looking inwards. Mm, mm. I know, man. There's a lot going on we don't think about. You just start living your life. These subconscious patterns kind of sit themselves, you know? The little tendrils dig into your life, and before you know it, you have all kinds of things going on. You're like, why? where do these habits come from, bro? I know. It's like the inner narrative, right? It's like um, there's the person in our head that is who we are. There's the person in our head that who we want to be. And there's then the person that everyone's telling us to be. Oh my gosh, yeah, that's true too. And so, and then we're just arguing in the control room. The control room is yeah. just like three people yelling at each other that happens to be our brain. <laughs> so let's talk about this control room. If we want to have a little more control, we Ooh, need to see what's going nice. on in this this control room. I like that. We have to go beyond the conscious mind and change some of this programming that we don't benefit from. One way we can access the unconscious is through self-reflection, mm. putting a mirror up on ourselves and analyzing what we see or feel objectively as possible so we can better understand ourselves and how we think, feel, and behave. I like that they put objectively on Yeah, there. that's important. Not like, I analyzed myself and I was right. <laughs> <laughs> and they were wrong. <laughs> or the opposite, the negative inner narrative. I analyze myself and I'm a worthless loser. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> yes. Thank you, psychology today. So here's the benefits of self-reflection. It's a it. fundamental aspect of human cognition. Interpersonally, self-reflection can help us to perceive social cues and generate social emotions. 
mm-hmm. which can promote pro-social behavior and enhance relationships. Okay, okay, cool. So, you have you met someone that like they're just like a total jerk? I was going to use another word, but they're just a total jerk, and you're like, do you not see it? <laughs> do do you not see yourself? Anyway, self-reflection can also contribute to emotional regulation, self-awareness, and self-insight. And that's from the NCBI. That's um, national. It's the National Institute. It's something, the National Library something. Oh, it's the National Library of Medicine. That's what it is. Yeah. There we go. There we go. There we go. So, bro, I was doing this research. I actually found a cool um, article on reflection from Harvard. Nice. Um, they ask 442 executives to reflect on which experiences most advance their professional development. Oh, okay. And this had the greatest good. impact. So now this is a focused podcast, so we talk about business a lot. Yep. Um, on their development and what had the greatest impact on making them better leaders. Whoa. So they took all this data they collected, um, plugged it in a software, and then they were looking for trends. Okay. There were three distinct themes that arose across their conversations with these, what was it, 400 or so leaders. Yeah, 442. And what were those, bro? So, distinct themes arose through our analysis, surprise, frustration, and failure. Reflections that involved one or more of these things, uh, one of these sentiments proved to be the most valuable in helping learn and grow, surprise, frustration, and failure. So they looked inwards on their, if they were surprised about an outcome, their frustration, and their failures. Well, that makes sense, right? Man, that's really interesting. I'm digging this. So cognitive, emotional, and behavioral, right. um, head, heart, and hands, these parts of you are constantly in motion. And if you don't give them time to rest, they will surely, <laughs> they will surely fatigue. Oh, just like a muscle, your mind needs reflection. So reflection is a form of resting the mind to re-energize and grow strength. That's pretty interesting. I've never so thought of that before. From the Harvard Business Review. Wow. Um, I really like that because, I mean, it, it does make a lot of sense. I mean, let's be honest. What do you do anytime you like, like uh, uh, if you crush it at the gym or like we're mountain bikers and we hit a 20-mile trail and when we're finally done and we're sitting down, what do we do? We take a minute to rest. And we talk about how amazing it was. How amazing it was and how hard it was. Yeah. And what we want to do next time. Like we we just sit. Like people do that. That's very common in our culture when it comes to physical things to sit and brag on ourselves or be proud of ourselves or talk about how hard it was, like those crazy like the zombie race. You know, like that stories for life that people mm, reflect yeah. on after they yeah. do that because they felt so good afterwards. Yeah, they felt so good because they accomplished that. But we don't we don't do that in our culture with meditation and with reflection and introspection. We don't let our minds rest and reflect on these things that surprised us or when we experience failure or frustration. Man, that's that's solid, bro. It makes sense to me. I mean, it's like if you're working on your car and your brakes are bad, are you going to change the oil and hope your brakes do better? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you, you, you got to hit the right spots. Oh, man. So, I mean, at least for this, you know, article from Harvard, um, focus, focusing on your, um, what was it, your surprise, frustration, and failures. Yeah. Gosh. I like that, bro. That's a good phrase. You got to hit the right spots. Huh? Hell yeah. <laughs> um, so, 
another thing during this research, actually, um, we're talking about reflection, self-reflection. I had never heard this term, but it completely makes sense. Um, self-reflection versus self-rumination. Ooh, what's that, bro? Well, bro, you might be familiar <laughs> with this, and I know people who are like this. This is kind of like the other side of the coin for self-reflection. You know, we're talking about the positive things of self-reflection, but if you are doing self-reflection in ruminative way, which is turning things over and over negatively, mm. self-critical thoughts, you know, this can have a very um, detrimental consequences for your health and well-being. So this would be like mm. those kind of thoughts, like you just sit there over and over. What I said was stupid, I'm dumb, I'm not this, I can't do that. That's the self-rumination. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh my gosh. So it's so almost like it's the opposite of the the healthy self-reflection. Exactly. Yeah, so this bullet says focusing on depressed mood problems and other negative self-experiences has negative outcomes. Makes sense, right? Um increased self-focus attention is associated with depression, okay? Um in particular, rumination, is that how you pronounce that word? Yep. Conceptualized as a tendency to repetitively focus on symptoms of distress and the possible causes of consequences and of these symptoms is known to be a serious risk factor for yeah, depression. So if you're yeah, imagine just, that. <laughs> so yeah. you're sitting there with all these negative thoughts or whatever, eating just yourself up. Spinning. Just just tearing yourself up over and over. Mm. Well, like one of the terms for rumination was, uh, it's literally just like, just to mull over. Oh, it's just to never stop. Yeah, gosh. So, so when you're when you're in a state of, or you're trying to uh, induce self-reflection, you have to probably really be aware that you don't slip into those negative thoughts. So the last bullet point, which, you know, there's always gray area, right, yep. bro? Um <laughs> Yes, there is the negativity for the self-rumination, but also this self-focused attention can have an adaptive and beneficial outcome. Even recurrent thoughts such as rumination can also be conceptualized <laughs> as a process <laughs> of problem-solving or self-regulation and can serve to increase self-knowledge and facilitate psychological <laughs> adjustment okay so i don't i'm not even sure if that's going to make any sense what i just said but it sounds like a little bit can be okay can be good yeah well uh this is from science direct and you know if um if you're in a tribe of 15 and one person um just runs out and gets attacked by a lion and the you're sitting there going oh my gosh I shouldn't have let him run out. I shouldn't have let him run out. I shouldn't have let him run out. And then the next person tries to run out and you stop him. That's probably like like the adaptive skill of playing that over the negative over and over in your head. Nice, bro. Like if you if you um you Pro know, you did a presentation at work. We'll we'll talk about some practical things here. If you did a presentation at work, and let's be honest, like you did not do a good job. <laughs> like <laughs> Like you were nervous, you sweated, you said um a thousand times, you like were all over the place. Um and you kind of obsessed over it. You were like, you know, you that listened was horrible. to it. Yeah, that was bad, but you went home and you practiced and you practiced and you practiced and you listened to the tape and you cut some of those things out. And then the next time you did a presentation, you did a better job. And then the next time a better job, and then before you know it, a year later you're a national world renowned speaker. That just sounds like self-reflection. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, you know, this is kind of hard to 
really nail down like what's the right level of the self-rumination yeah. you know but i guess in certain doses it can help you with problem solving yeah so mm. i'll let you guys figure out what the <laughs> <laughs> i guess I just be aware i can't tell you yeah the whole the whole point is just be aware yeah exactly. if, you're, if you're slipping um you know self-reflection is really important especially as we close out the year um and we reflect on the year um, but just be aware when you go into these uh, self-reflective states. Uh, what are you thinking about? And is it productive? I think that's the biggest question. If if you're doing some introspective work and some reflective work, um, is it productive? And yeah. if you end up being depressed or um, want to quit life, that's not productive. Nope. But if you want to do better and you do better, that's probably productive. All right, sweet. So what's some solutions, bro, to this reflection? Yeah. As I was looking around, I found these um, kind of like there's like a reflection toolkit. I'd never heard of these, but there's like frameworks on how you can self-reflect that kind of give you a little map, a road map. So just to list a few, you can Google these or whatever. There's the 5R framework, uh, Gibbs Reflection Cycle. Um, one of them is literally called What, So What, What Now? But huh. just to kind of give you an idea of what they are, that integrated reflection cycle is one of them it's like you look at the experience like what happened mm. describe the experience you reflect on action look at the experience identify what went well and what could be improved mm, okay I like that. and then theory think about what the experience in large in a larger context of professional literature in your own learning and personal experiences gotcha okay so anyway they just give you little roadmaps to do, well, to do the self-reflection. Yeah, it sounds like everything we said before, like when you're reflecting, you can you can be productive. And But if you struggle with being productive in your reflection and you start slipping into um, just super negative inner narrative, uh, you can use one of these guides to help you have some productive reflection. That's what it sounds like to me. Exactly, bro. I'm digging it, man. So, Oh, yeah. So a couple more things before we wrap up here. Uh, one thing you can do is um, keep a journal. Definitely. You know, build I'm, a weekly practice. I know people who are good at that, and it does seem helpful. I'm not one. but Yeah, I'm off and on. Like, I'll be, like, super intent, intentful. Is that a word? I'll be super... Intentional. Intentional. <laughs> Intentful. <laughs> Intentful. I just <laughs> took some letters out. Um, <laughs> but for like months. And um, honestly, I've started using the bullet journal for those bullet journal fans out there. And um, so it's a mix of like life journaling and uh, your action list. So I really like it because you can, you can build the... You can customize it however you want within the framework. But um, some other things is meditate. We talk about that a lot. We've got quite a few episodes on that. We've got a... Uh, Long walks, read, and of course, the thing that is so critical that we say uh, minimize <laughs> minimize stimulation. Shit, yeah. go on a ten mile hike and don't bring your phone. You literally have nothing to do but self reflect because yeah. that's literally all you're doing is walking. And self reflection during exercise, you know, we talked about that in an episode, like with the endorphins that it releases in your brain and the dopamines, and you're releasing those happy endorphins, and um, and it just floods your body when you're exercising. So that's just another good time to reflect is when you're doing physical activity. Absolutely. Mm. Well, I think that's about it. So hopefully you learned something. <laughs> I learned something. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I mean, the biggest lesson is just take some freaking time, slow down, reflect, learn, um, and dream. I think so. Yeah, man. That's a wrap, bro. All right, bro. 
Oh, what about the plugs? Oh, every time. Uh, yeah, go to the Focus Cast on Instagram, on the TikTok, and uh, on YouTube. Sweet. All right. We're out. We're out.